You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So maybe our strategy for handicapping some of these college hoops games will be a little bit more sound. So let's look towards the weekend and some of the big biggest top 25 matchups we have on the slate. Let's start with the ACC. Notre Dame visiting number seven, Virginia. Kim Palm has Virginia winning this one by 15 points and a total of 133. Jenks, what's your strategy here? Well, my strategy is this. I don't particularly want to lay this big number. We were just talking about this in the first hour, these big numbers at this time of year. I I do like Virginia just because the who struggled on the road at Louisville. And I think Tony Bennett will want to make sure these guys get back as far as playing their type of basketball. What I would look at here is the over, actually. And I know when you think about Virginia, you think about defense and unders here. But the one trend I like is that Overs for Notre Dame have been profitable on the road. They're 6-2-1 and one to the over when they play on the road. So I think that's where I'd lean. I was following the same path, but for a different reason. Because uh, you always, or I at least always look at Kim Palm and see what do these two teams do well. And I'll say one thing. Neither of these teams turn, turn over the basketball. Uh, Notre Dame is actually very good at limiting turnovers. Number two in the nation uh, in turnover percentage. And Virginia, same way. Top 10 in turnover percentage. And yeah. here's the thing about Notre Dame. Their defense is absolutely terrible. So maybe you can count on Virginia to carry the load offensively speaking. Because I was looking at some of Notre Dame's games and – you know, the offense really hasn't been there lately. So it can make you a little nervous, uh, only scoring 64 against Duke because UVA's defense is definitely a problem. That zone is very, or the the pack line defense, whatever it's called, uh, that they play can be very difficult to score points against. But still, we're talking about a very low total here at 133. So I think the fact that both these teams can have some clean possessions and clean looks, maybe that lends itself a bit towards the over. So I'm with you there. Uh, let's go to Illinois and number 14, Indiana. Kim Palm has the Hoosiers winning this one by four, a total of 146. Uh, Jenks, who do you like? I think I'm going to go with Indiana here. Although, is this going to be one of those games where it's begging you to take the Hoosiers and Illinois is the right side? I, I just think that I, I would go with Indiana here. They're very, very good at covering the spread in Bloomington, 11 and 5 against the number this season. Trace Jackson Davis, a threat to go off at any time. Indiana, I think, is the lane here, Chelsea. Well, you've also got to remember that these are the Kim Palm numbers and not the actual betting line. So we'll see if there's any kind of discrepancy here. Um, I'll go with uh, Indiana as well. Uh, Just, you know, being at home, I think, helps. I don't have, like, a super strong read on this one. We will see when the numbers come out. But 
at least it's a team that by the book should be a solid team. They're top, uh, top 40 in defense and offense. So a well-rounded bunch here and uh, playing at home. So I will lean towards Indiana, but not my favorite play of the slate. Let's go on to Seton Hall and number 20, UConn. Uh, Kim Palm has the Huskies winning this one by nine and a total of 135. We were just talking about the numbers and the metrics provided by Kim Palm, how sometimes you can go by those. This is one team where I don't really like looking at the metrics because all of the metrics mm-hmm. absolutely love UConn, but it's a team that has not been great at covering numbers. So, Jenks, are you with me here? Are you on Seton Hall? Absolutely. I don't know what to think of UConn. One minute they look like world beaters, and the next minute they can't beat a pickup team in the fifth grade. Like, they're just all over the place. I, I think this is a spot where – Seton Hall covers. Seton Hall won earlier this season. They're 6-3-1 and one against the spread in their last 10 games overall. Give me the Pirates. I, 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 I cannot get behind UConn. Maybe they put it together, make a tournament run. They certainly have the talent, but I haven't seen it yet. They're way too inconsistent for me. I'll say UConn's covered some numbers as of late, but some of those have been in different positions. Like one, they were getting four and a half uh, against Creighton. So they were an underdog in that role. Uh, And then another one uh, against DePaul. DePaul's really bad, uh, laying 11 in that spot, and they covered that one. So until UConn proves otherwise, I don't think it's a team that I can faithfully uh, put my money on. So especially when the spread is this high at nine, I think I'll go with Seton Hall. Let's move to the SEC and number 10, Tennessee at Kentucky. The Vols coming off a huge win over Alabama. Kim Palm has them winning this one on the road by four. Total of 134 uh, for uh, the over-under. So, Jinx, do you believe in letdown spots? Because I think that's my first question when looking at Tennessee. I do think that's a possibility. So, I'm going to look at the total here. And I'm going to look at the over. I know Rick Barnes' teams play great defense. Now, if you believe in a letdown spot for the Vols and you want to put your money on Kentucky, God bless you and keep you, sir or lady. I am not <laughs> trusting the Wildcats at all. But the over is 11-1 and when Kentucky plays at home this season. Also, the over is hit in five straight games for the Wildcats, so the over would be my lead. I know, because... <sighs> It's hard to play here because I think it's a good angle to look at teams coming off really meaningful wins, especially against a quote-unquote rival, which Alabama is a rival. Uh, I know it's not necessarily an in-state rival, but it's a rivalry game. But also Mm -hmm. we're talking about Kentucky, who has not been a good team at uh, covering the spread just because they're a bit overvalued. Yes, they're a blue-chip program, but still not necessarily the Kentucky team that we've seen in years past. Uh, Looking at Kentucky in this role as underdogs, just two and three this year. And let's look at Tennessee, 20 and five as a favorite. And I would imagine we're talking about a relatively short spread here. So I think I'd still lean towards the Vols. Uh, I think defense does travel. The problem with Tennessee is sometimes counting on their offense. Uh, So maybe that's the issue. This is not a game that I'm running to bet on just because both these teams have made me look like an absolute idiot uh, when betting on uh, either side. So I'm going to stay away, but would have a slight lean towards Tennessee. So Jinx, let's go to your team. Number six, Texas hosting Oklahoma. And I feel like I need to say this. This is a rivalry Mm -hmm. game. Is it not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, it is. Let me, let me tell you about this game. 
Sell high on the Sooners. They're not a good basketball team. Oh, you beat Kansas State. Blind squirrel finds an acorn every now and then. Sooners are still 1-4 against the number in their last five. That one cover came against K-State. Also, this is this is something you can't quantify. It's intangible. But OU sucks. Like, they, they really <laughs> suck. You know? And you, how do you, I don't know how you build that into the number, Chelsea. Texas by a million. Lay it with the horns. Well, the line on this one is looking like it's going to be around 10. Does that not make you a little nervous, though? Because here's the thing. Texas is a good team, but this is not the spot where they have been great. Uh, Against other big uh, 12 schools, usually when Texas is laying a lot of points, that's what I fade them. But I don't know. It is a rivalry game. They are playing at home. And Oklahoma just 13-12 and this season. Jinx, I don't know about Texas by a million. All right, Texas by 56. How about that? <laughs> Texas minus 56. I'm laying it. I'm laying it. Let's go. I don't even need oh the money God. line. No, I, I I like Texas here. I think Texas need, needs to win this game to stay atop the Big 12 or at least to stay in a tie. So there's no way I'm putting money on the Sooners. Give me my horns. <laughs> Big 12, definitely interesting. Uh, I don't think I'd be with mm-hmm. you, James, but in spirit, maybe. Not putting my money but in spirit. Let's continue on uh, with this slate this Saturday. Number 19, Iowa State. Number 12, K-State. Ken Palm has this a close one. K-State by two. Jenks, going back to Mm -hmm. Big 12 underdogs. Do you like the dog here? Do you think K-State gets it done? Man, I do not want to bet this game. I actually like K-State here, believe it or not. Now, Two things to watch out for. Number one, see if Caleb Grill is going to play for the Cyclones. He sat out last time. He has a sore back. I think he probably plays here, but he's huge for Iowa State, even though they made some changes to their starting lineup, and that paid off in a big way. But Kansas State, as a favorite this season, Chelsea, 11-4 and against the spread, and nice bounce-back spot after that loss to those terrible Sooners. I'm on the Wildcats in Manhattan. I think I was on K-State when they lost to Oklahoma, so I feel like I need to sit Mm -hmm. this one out. Uh, K-State needs to regain my trust. Uh, Looking at the slate for the rest of the weekend, are there any games that stick out to you? I don't think we have time to talk about them all. I, you know, this is just a gut play, but I really like Baylor. Ken Palm says that Kansas will be favored by four in Lawrence this weekend. But, man, the Bears are playing such good basketball. I hate Baylor. I can't stand Baylor. I don't like anybody in the Big 12 except for Texas. I don't care about the conference. But you can't deny what Scott Drew has done. They started 0-3 in the conference. They've won four straight, 10 of 11. And Kansas has been sort of maddeningly inconsistent. I I love the way the Bears are playing right now. The market is starting to catch up with them after that rough start to the conference schedule. But I'm on Baylor. This is a huge game, too, uh, in the Big 12. There's three teams tied for that top spot. Kansas, Texas, and Baylor all sitting at 9-4. and four. So somebody's going to win this game between Kansas and Baylor. So uh, a huge game with a big implications here. I think I'd take the four points as well just because it is a very meaningful game. And both of these teams are going to be playing till the final horn sounds. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.